The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome back to the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew van Vieren, and today's episode is called Developing Faithfulness. So let's get into a word of prayer. Let's invite the Father into the studio, and uh, let's have an awesome time. Father, we come before you in the precious name of Jesus, and Lord, I want you to just use me today, Lord. Use me as a vessel to get this message through to your people, Lord. Dad, I know you love everyone because you sent Jesus, and Lord, you have already given us that victory. So as I minister in today's podcast, Lord, speak through me. Make everything simple for all your kids to understand. We thank you for this in the precious holy name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so you know what? Um, I've come across like a lot of awesome, awesome, awesome Christians in different stages of my life. And uh, there are so many people that have a genuine heart for the Lord. There's uh, so much Christians that I've come across, you know, they love their local church or so many Christians that love being part of a certain ministry. And in our ministry alone, you know, we've got quite a few people that really, really love the Lord. And uh, there are people out there and all over the world that devour teachings. And that is so cool. That is so awesome. Where, you know, they just want to hear the preached word all the time. And like I always say, you know, the body of Christ has been blessed with anointed men and women all over the world that preach the gospel truth. There's many ministers out there. They got such a great sense of humor. They got such great stories to tell. Every one of their sermons is just awesome, so anointed. And we honestly give God the glory for this. But do you know that listening to the preached word, that person is going to get faith? Now, I know that there's many out there that have heard a lot of sermons and still nothing is changing in their lives. Their circumstances are either staying the same or they're getting worse. And they want to know what is going on because they have been faithful. They have been faithful to their church, to their ministry. They've been faithful to the Lord. They've been listening or watching anointed teachings in that area they trust in God for and nothing is happening. And they want to know what is going on. And I really hope that this message today is going to clear up a lot for every listener. So I want to start off by reading Jesus' famous, famous faith teaching found in Mark chapter 11. Now, you know, don't think you know what's going on in Mark chapter 11. Don't turn yourself off. When you hear someone quoting a very, very familiar verse of scripture, listen to it like you've never heard it before. Um, This is Mark chapter 11, and I want to read from verse 22 all the way to 24. And it says, And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things ever he desire, when he pray, believe that he received them and he shall have them. So I think that many people all across the world have heard the scripture more than once. It's an awesome, awesome passage of scripture. 
And if you really want to understand faith, you would spend time reading this passage of Scripture, and you'd also mix this with Mark chapter 4. Both faith teachings by Jesus, and there is so much revelation in this. You know, and many people are very familiar with this, but they don't have revelation of what Jesus is saying. So they think they know, but they don't actually know. And as soon as a person starts closing themselves off when they hear a familiar verse of Scripture, they're actually stopping their own growth. And I do not want that for you. So Jesus said in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, that you can have what you say. Now, I'm going to read this verse of Scripture again. It says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Something that I really like from this passage of Scripture and in John chapter 3, verse 16, the Lord loves everyone. All of God's promises apply to everyone. No one is left out. And I know the way the world is going, there's more and more wickedness happening in the world. There's more racism happening in the world all over. Not just in one country, all over. And racism isn't just between different colors. Racism is a separation. But uh, I don't have time to get into that right now. I need to stick with this. Jesus himself was led by the Spirit of God in everything he said and did in his ministry. And you can see the Lord's heart in it, man. He wants to reach everybody. He wants everyone to come to him through his son, Jesus. He wants everyone to walk in that victory that Jesus purchased for them on that cross. And by the Spirit, Jesus said, you can have what you say. Now, I made this comment before. I said, you know, um, there are Christians that don't believe that your words have power. Yet it is our shepherd, Jesus. It is our Lord and Savior, Jesus. It is our great high priest, Jesus, that said that. He said, we can have whatever we say. But he shows us how. He says, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, whosoever, I like that, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, where? In his heart, that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So there he shows us how to make our words effective. We need to believe it in our hearts, not doubt. Now, I heard something many years ago, and it still blesses me today. Do you know that you can have faith in your heart, but doubt in your head, and your faith will still work? Did you know that? When I heard that for the first time, I was blessed, and I'm still blessed today. You can be trusting God for something, and you can be releasing faith every day, and you can have faith in your heart, but your head can be doubting every day. And your faith is still going to work and bringing that thing to pass. Because the Bible doesn't say that you mustn't doubt in your head. It just says you mustn't doubt in your heart. But you must believe in your heart that the things that you say shall come to pass. Now, I'm going to give you a tip that uh, another man of God many, many, many years ago shared with the body of Christ. He said, when you start saying something, you know, when you start trusting God and you start speaking the word, in the beginning, you're not really going to believe it. Like, for example, if someone is sick and they are believing God for the healing and they're standing on healing scriptures and they're listening to healing teachings, etc., etc., and they're praising God. In the beginning, when they quote these scriptures, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. 
or who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes he were healed. In the beginning, when they're saying this, and they're declaring it every day, in the beginning, they're not going to believe it. But you've got to keep saying the same thing. Inconsistency lies the power. So that man I was telling you about, he said, when you keep saying the same thing, and you declare it, and you declare it, and you declare it, you're going to keep hearing it, and hearing it, and hearing it, and that's going to filter down into your heart. And slowly but surely, faith is going to start rising up in your heart. And this is something that doesn't work overnight, but it does work every night, if you know what I mean. You've got to keep saying it, and saying it, until you do start believing it. I've heard this many times, where back in the day, the teachers were quite hardcore. You know, the teachers would point at children, and they would brainwash the children. And they would keep saying, you're useless, you're useless, you're useless, you're a failure, you're a failure, you're going to amount to nothing. And over the years, they keep hearing it, and hearing it, and hearing it, until they believe it. And they end up being a failure. There are certain families that win all the time because they are speaking success in their own house. They're speaking success over their kids. They're blessing their kids. They're encouraging their kids. And their kids grow up in that atmosphere. And they develop that mindset that they are blessed. That they are a success going somewhere to happen. That they are winners. And then they end up winning in life. I'm thinking of this one singer right now. I believe he's Canadian. And if I mention his name, everyone's going to know. But when he was young and he was learning to play guitar, I believe his mother invested in him and she would always encourage him. And he grew up and he started getting the right opportunities. And today he's rich, he's famous, he's known all around the world. You know, when Christians hear about the power of confession, a lot of them, they think they understand it. They think they got this down. They think that they have revelational knowledge and they will confess or declare things here and there. But they are not consistent. And because of that, nothing changes in their lives. Now, the Lord has been dealing with me on this topic for a very long time. And I'll tell you where it first started. When I was going for my healing and I was in teachings literally every day. And not just one teaching. I was in teachings throughout the day. I was reading scriptures throughout the day. I was reading healing testimonies. I was reading my daily devotional. I was in word all the time, every day. I was in a bad situation, but I invested all my time in the Word. And I'm so glad I did. But what I wanted to tell you is this. I started hearing how these ministers spoke about the power of words. Not just one particular minister. Each minister that I would listen to, they would major on the power of words. And I would look at their life. I would look at their ministry. They were successful. And I started noticing how these ministers that I follow, They have learned to hone their words and that you never hear them speak the curse. And that's where it all started. And the Lord began teaching me then that I need to hold fast to the confession of my faith. I need to hold fast by saying the same thing all the time that Jesus has healed me. You know, we're not going to say something once or twice and it comes to pass. You know, when it comes to the curse, people spend their entire lives Speaking that, thinking that, acting out on the curse. And it becomes easier and easier to walk in failure. But then when it comes to the kingdom, Christians just want to say something once or twice and look around it and they're like, Lord, I've done my part. Where are you? So the Lord has been dealing with my heart to start speaking more. 
the Lord spoke to both Trevor and myself right in the beginning of the year to become more faithful in speaking the word more. And I know that if a person's not used to speaking the word or speaking the blessing, yes, in the beginning it can be somewhat difficult, but this is something that you actually grow into. So the Lord had me type out scriptures and put it in separate blocks and, you know, make scripture cards. And I did a quick test run and uh, I printed quite a few confession cards and uh, I've been using that. I just laminated it myself. But I've been using that every day. Scriptures in love, scriptures for the ministry, scriptures in healing, scriptures in the blessing, scriptures concerning my wife, scriptures concerning freedom. And I'm just going over these scriptures and you know how easy it is to speak these scriptures when you have it on you all the time. Then I went back and I'm like, okay, this is working. This is working. I'm getting into the habit of speaking the word more. Went back onto the computer designed very nice scripture cards, sent it to the printers. It is amazing when you have these scriptures in front of you, typed out and put on small cards. You know how easy it is to say what's on those cards because you read the scripture, then directly afterwards you start speaking about it. And it is quite effective. So I really encourage you to do the same. Make a list of the different topics you want to trust God for. Find relevant scriptures. Go onto the computer Type it up, make nice cards, print it, or even find a decent print shop and have them print that on a thicker card. And you can use a guillotine. And what I did is I put all the cards together, I punched them and put a ring through it. And it's easy. You know, you wake up in the morning, you say, good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. You make yourself breakfast. And I'm not actually quite sure when you get into word. Some people get into word after work. Some people get into word very early. Some people get into word during work. I don't know when you get into word, but take those cards with you and go over it and over it and over it and develop faithfulness to saying the same thing. Because, you know, when you start saying the same thing and you continue with it, your words in those areas start becoming a little more powerful, a little more powerful, a little more powerful, and then you start seeing results. But don't stop. Before I end off today's message, I just want to share the story with you. I wish it was actually a testimony, but I didn't get that far. So a good couple of years ago, I was trusting the Lord for a certain brand new car. Because when I was younger, I actually gave away two cars. And uh, the second car that I gave away, it was under the direction of the Lord. So I definitely had seed in the ground and I was believing God for a certain car. And uh, I started speaking about it, that I have it, and I was speaking about it every day. And back then, I didn't realize I was going in the right direction. Okay, so I spoke about it so much that the Lord started giving me dreams of me owning this car. Then... In our neighborhood, my father was coming home and there was a person driving in front of him with this brand new car. It didn't have number plates. It was the flagship like I was believing God for. It was the hatchback like I was believing God for. It was in Ingot Silver like I was believing God for. And this guy was driving toward our house, but he was driving very slowly like he was listening to the spirit on the way to go. And my father was so convinced that that was my car. And uh, I can tell you more stories of how the Lord was confirming that car. Uh, someone blessed me with that key ring out of their own. Man, I'm speaking it and I'm speaking it and I'm speaking it and I'm speaking it. One day I was sitting on my bed and I looked up and back then I had these key holders 
beyond my door and I had my faith set of keys there. And as I looked up and I saw the set of keys and I had a witness that my car was outside and it felt so, so, so real. It was like, okay, it's done. My car has manifested. It's outside right now. I have it. I really have it. And man, I got so excited. But then that witness left. And I did not know that whole time I was going in the right direction. Now, that car back then, it was under 250000 So that was the biggest thing I was believing God for at that time. That was the biggest thing. And uh, I've never believed God for a brand new debt-free car before, but uh, I was going in that direction. And like I said, I already had seed in the ground and I was trusting God and the Lord was confirming it. And I am the one that stopped speaking about it. I'm the, I came so far, I didn't even realize how far I came. But now that I'm more mature spiritually, I can look back and I can say I was a fool to stop trusting God for that. I came so far. I came so far. And I'm convinced that if I carried on for one more month, I would have had that brand new car. But I want you to know there is power in words. Do not stop. Do not stop speaking about what you trust in God for. Keep going for it. Keep that scripture before you because here's the thing. Listening to teachings is amazing. And that's how faith comes. And we taught on that for such a long time in this ministry that if you listen to teachings or watch teachings, you are going to get faith when you obviously listen to the right ministers that are anointed and appointed by God. But having the faith doesn't mean you have arrived. You've got to release that faith and you've got to keep releasing it every day. And one of the main ways that you do it is by the words of your mouth. Hold fast to the confession of your faith by developing faithfulness. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.